Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. 27, and this is your daily financial news. This is a new show that we do seven days a week for more than 1,000 days in a row, so you can count on it. We try to start at 7.30 each day, except, of course, on Thursdays, we throw you a curveball and start at 7 o'clock. So welcome, like, subscribe, comment, interact. We will have questions for you in these videos, so get your fingers ready. Uh, There will be some opportunities for you to participate and take some wild guesses on what might happen tomorrow. So let's get it started. First thing we have to talk about, pending home sales for the month of May came out this morning. And depending how you choose to look at the information, you can either see a surprise upside, or you're like, nope, validation of where the housing market is going. So let's talk about it. First and foremost, month on month, so May versus April, we had a increase of 0.7%. This is noteworthy because the expectations was negative 4%. So not only we were not negative, we were positive right? 0.7%. On top of that, we were negative, negative 13% year on year. Month on month, year on year. I certainly believe in the year on year number is more important. That really tells me how the trend is going. A month on month increase is at least interesting because that is the first increase in pending home sales in six months. We had a steady decline for six months. So again, as far as activity for the month of May, slightly better than April, but down significantly from last May. Next, inventory. This is the big one. This is the big one. Inventory is finally going up by a decent if not excellent clip. Inventory was up 21% again year on year. So this is a good news. The real estate slowdown kicks into gear as inventory ticks up. We have to get past kind of like 1718. These are 1.7, 1.8 active listings. Last time I checked, we were still about 1.1, 1.2. So we're heading in the right direction. We're not there yet, but it is coming. Uh, there is no question about that. Median median list price. Median list price, again, is a year-on-year number, up 17%. Now, list price is almost irrelevant, frankly, right? I only care about actual transactions. We talk about it a lot on this channel, wish numbers, things of that nature. So really, for me, The important number was inventory, up 21%, and year-on-year, we were down 13%. Over here, something I wanted to give you kind of math or kind of numbers to look for, because I think the housing transaction crash is going to be pretty fierce. 
I want to give you numbers that I'm looking at. So in 2021, uh, we did actual, actual 6.49 million closing. That number comes from NAR, National Association of Realtors, 6.49. In May, we reported 5.41. That is an annualized number. So they take the May transactions, they add in some salt and pepper for seasonality, and then they pr produce a number, okay? We didn't actually close 5.4 million homes in May. It was an annual and seasonalized number. But nonetheless, it came in at 5.41, which is a negative almost 20%. If I was actually rounding, it would have went to 20%. It was like 19.96. But I felt if I put 20 up there, you would all think I was lazy. So I left 19.9. So where do I think this goes? I, the question is, and this is your first opportunity to participate with me, leave comments. Let's get the YouTube algorithm going, get these daily financial news to get up in the stack. The question is, do you think by sometime next year, perhaps this year, but certainly by sometime next year, we have an annualized sale of existing home sales under, under less than $4 million? What do you think? Yes or no? Uh, I, uh, I believe we do. I believe we ultimately see potentially 50%, which rough and tough would put that number at 3.75. Again, rough and tough. So I think there is a lot of pain coming, uh, but go ahead and participate with me. Yes, no. Leave comments below. Do you think we see something below 4 million? Again, a annualized and seasonalized number. Next. More and more economists and people that I watch are agreeing with my whiteboard discussion. Folks, I have a playlist here called Whiteboard. And in that, one of the first videos we did was a look back or look ahead about 2022 and 2023. That, that video is months old. And right now, the stuff we talked about in there is looking pretty good. A, I said this year is going to be known as stagflation. And I am thinking a recession is next year. I don't feel great about that call, but I won't change it because I want to admit if I'm wrong. But there is no question we have stagflation, which, again, high inflation, low growth, and I believe what will be next, rising unemployment. Again, all of that is discussed in that whiteboard discussion. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Second opportunity to participate with me, Case Schiller. Uh, price comes out tomorrow. Uh, it is a number that will come out, I think, at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. I would love you to take a guess. Nationally speaking, nationally speaking, will Case Schiller be up or down? And what do you think that number might be? Just take a wild guess. Let's have some fun with it. If anybody gets it right, I'll send you an autographed book. Let's, let's, let's get this comment section going. So, again, take a guess. If someone gets it right, the first person to get it right, and again, I'll just scroll down the comments, which I think come in time-based. So if somebody nails it, I'll send an autograph book. You may have to remind me, but uh, we will do that for you. So again, Case Schiller, tomorrow, that would be fun. Something I want to highlight your attention to, I believe this week, probably midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, we are gonna have what's called pre-announcement season. We haven't really had a pre-announcement season in 15 years. Pre-announcement is, hey, our quarter doesn't look good. 
our guidance from last quarter, not good. We want we have to pre-announce material uh, differences. I think this is the week. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be retailers? Will it be tech stocks? Will it be auto companies? Will it be home companies? Will it be Coinbase, for heaven's sake? Can't you imagine the drop in crypto activity? has got to hurt Coinbase, FTX, Robinhood, all these things. Who knows? I think we're going to have some pre-announcements this week. And I think a couple of them, I think a couple of them might surprise us. So let's see what happens. Next up, I don't know if you saw this, but it caught my radar. If you've been watching my channel, you know I'm pretty uh, suspect about China's economy. I think it is in pretty bad shape, uh, especially because housing makes up 20% of their GDP and their transactions have fallen 50%. Add on top of that local bank runs, which is like real bad. When When your citizens not only lose faith in kind of their economy, which means they stop shopping, but now they lose faith faith in their financial institutions and they extract their money. That is not good. China put in a hundred billion won. I want to make sure I get this right. I think it's like 15 billion in cat or dollars. Yeah. 100 billion won, rough and tough, $15 billion of cash to stem the tide of people removing cash from the system. Uh, and then lastly, Russia officially defaulted. I think a lot of people expected this. This is not only they missed the payment, but they also missed the 30-day grace period. They are now in default. Is there contagion? Was this expected? Where, where, Who's got the debt? It'll be interesting to see how all of this unwinds. In addition to these important things, what else did I grab? Uh, again, can you believe that as of Friday, the first half of the year is over? Half of 2022 is over on Friday. Man. As you get older, time goes faster. At least it does for me. Kind of crazy. Uh, I was asked earlier about something I think I mentioned over the weekend uh, about somebody's call that a rebalancing might bump the stocks up. So I, I don't know if I listed his name. So I'll do it right here. JP Morgan analyst Marco Cola. I'll just spell it. K-O-L-A-N-O-V-I-C. He thinks that there might be some rebalancing coming in that may give a bid to stocks. Again, not my call, but that is his. Big banks. Big banks start to report July 14th and 15th. We are going to see how Q2 was. We are going to see um, how the consumer is doing. I wonder, will any banks increase reserves for bad debt? Remember, we came into the pandemic, all the banks reserved billions of dollars. They over-reserved. I told you then that they are going to reverse those to smooth their earnings, which they did. What we have coming up potentially on the 14th and 15th of July will be different. This will be real kind of reserves like, ooh, credit cards are going up, seconds, auto loans, whatever it is. It'll be interesting to see if banks reserve for bad debt. Um, Did you know investors, investors bought roughly 28% of single family homes in Q1 of 2022. That is up from 19%. But three cities were far and above normal. Atlanta, 
man, if you're investing in Atlanta, you got a lot of competition. 33% or one in three homes were bought by investors in Atlanta. 32% in Jacksonville and Phoenix, 29% and Miami, 28%. Crazy, crazy numbers, folks. If you invest in those markets, a lot of those markets to me feel like Airbnb kind of stuff. I really do think Airbnb is going to wreck some people, but we will see where that goes. One of the things that we must look out for Thursday, Thursday, I believe it is the PCE, personal consumption expenditures. It's a big fancy thing that you and I really shouldn't care about, but the Fed will, because we are looking for signs of wage inflation. If we start to see wage inflation enter the inflation spectrum, which I think we are, inflation is not only broadening, not only getting stickier, but will become a bigger and bigger problem. So we will get our first cut of that this Thursday with PCE. And then finally, remember, there's lots of people hoping, looking for a bottom. As I learned in the dot-com crash, as I learned in the real estate crash, as I've learned from my research now of the 70s, you won't really find the bottom until people give up. Till people, your friends, your network say, I will never buy stocks again. I will never buy crypto again. We must kill the buy the dip mentality before there will really be a bottom. So I think what we're going to see coming up is finally earnings cuts. The fact that the S&P or the analysts in Wall Street still say the S&P 500 earnings will be up this year and up next year is insultingly bad. Insultingly bad. So, folks, that is the daily financial news. Remember, two opportunities to participate. One, will we see a annualized existing home sales below $4 million this year or next? Yes or no. And then if you want to guess for an autographed book, what do you think Case Schiller will be tomorrow? If you answered either of those questions during this live stream, I would ask you to put them in once the video is live because I don't have my glasses and I can't see any of these words that are popping up. I'm sorry. Uh, so let's let's put them in the comments so we can go back. And again, if you nail the number, I will send you an autograph book. We'll just I'll just get your address somehow, some way. So take care of yourself. It's Monday. We should be talking with Greg. Uh, we should be talking with Taylor. And I have a super, super surprise for you at 1030. She is amazing. You are going to love her story. And I can't wait to share it with you. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.